You are now tuned into the Soul Dope Podcast, and I'm your host, Alex Chawick. If you notice, I have no intro music, and sometimes I do that. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, I told you I was going to be coming right back on the air, so I didn't want to have my 30-second intro play, even though I love that 30-second intro. I just want to get right into it, folks. And it, here's the deal. Derek Chauvin, the former officer charged in George Floyd's death, was released from jail on bail. I think it was Wednesday. Today is Saturday. Um, I would have I would have came on air earlier, but I just didn't have the time. And I want to talk about it for a little bit. This really bothers me. I mean, it bothers me so bad that it aches. If you've been listening to this podcast and you've been listening to some of the episodes that I have talked about the George Floyd incident, um, you would know that I am very, very um, almost like attached to this case. Um, regardless of what people may think about George Floyd and even some of the facts of who George Floyd's George Floyd what is was and what he did, you know, whether he was a, a drug addict, um, a counterfeiter or an ID thiever, um, regardless of that, what's interesting about this case. And I, I went back today and I watched a video um, of, of Derek Chauvin kneeling on George Floyd's neck. And still to this day, I'm devastated by what I saw. Regardless of what people think about him. Derek Chauvin's release. In my opinion, Derek Chauvin's release is like a to me, it's like a smack in the face, you know, because. On that day, if I want to focus on that day that George Floyd died, he flipped, you know, he passed a man a a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Derek Chauvin is released based on the, the 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 procedural process of the criminal justice system that we have. He was afforded bail. He you know, it was a one million dollar bill, which was really high. I don't know how he got the money. And I hope one day I find out how he got the money. But he posted a hundred a million dollar bail and he's out and he's going to, you know, I think one of the stipulations they said he can't leave the he can't leave the state and he can't have any contact with George Floyd's family. But the fact that he was afforded that opportunity to have his, uh, what is it, procedural justice per se, right? The system worked exactly like it's supposed to work. He got out, he got bailed, now he can wait his trial. Um, this is very disturbing to me, you know? Here you have a person who wears a badge, man, right? A police officer who wears a badge. And, and did something so egregious that that resulted in a man losing his life. It, it just baffles me. Right. So here he is. He done posted bond and now he's able to get out, have a little freedom and a little liberty. George Floyd wasn't afforded an opportunity, regardless of what people think about him or what the facts say on paper about him. But that day he was a victim, in my opinion, in my viewpoint, in my values and where I stand at with that. Because he had his hands cuffed behind his back. I don't know if anybody's ever been handcuffed before. Let's listen to this. But your hands are handcuffed behind your back. You have two, three other people on you. You're laying on your stomach. They're bearing down on you. One has his knee on your neck. That is brutal, folks. That's brutal to a human being. And it pisses me off. You know, 
And and the George Floyd incident has been so worldwide widespread and, and you know, all this Black Lives Matter stuff, all this Blue Lives Matter stuff and back the blue and, and, and all this stuff about police officers not all bad. Listen, man, if anybody knows that, that's me. I know that all law enforcement and police officers are not bad. That's an, like we, we know that we know that 100 percent. But what really gets me is the people that come with these counter protests to um, injustices that they see right in front of them. You know, if somebody had seen George Floyd with a police officer that had kneeled on his neck for damn near eight, nine minutes. And all you got to do is come back at the defense saying, oh, you know, all all police officers are not bad. All police officers are not racist. We know that. So you deflect and you don't even focus on the problem. You don't focus on, yeah, there are bad officers out there and they make all the other officers look bad, right? Whole departments look bad. You're not, you're, you're not focusing on the problem. The officer that's causing the problem, you rather deflect, have some counter message that says, let's back to blue, you know, blue lives matter, all this stuff that gets in the way. Part of me thinks that people are just extremely cowardly about 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 actually looking at the problem and addressing it because that would mean that they would have to agree with somebody that's on the opposite side of of their of of their um viewpoint basically yeah you know there are bad officers but you know he shouldn't have resisted i'm so sick of that narrative coming from that side you know people are so willing to just die on that hill about all officers are not bad and all officers are not racist. We know this. We, we people, people are not stupid. We understand our intelligence tells us that, look, not all police officers are bad. We know there are people that know that, but there's also a certain demographic that's just at war with the police. And I ain't just talking about just black people. I'm talking about demographics and, and what certain people hold as, as, as uh, uh, foundational values for themselves. But back to the point, Derek Chauvin's out. People are defending police today and they are. Um, I mean, they're going all out to defend police officers, but saying a narrative like, oh, you know. It, I don't even know how to explain it. All I know is this. Is that. The show, uh, I just did an episode right before this one that talked about animals getting more swifter justice than humans. Yeah. The, the officers who beat the porcupines in Maine, they fired now. Two months later. Brianna Taylor, people still trying to figure out what's going on. And, 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 and the information don't add up. So people are like, what the hell happened in the grand jury? Right. What the hell happened in the grand jury? Are we, are we getting the whole story? What was the more? How did they get the warrant? <sighs> All kinds of stuff. I'm trying to figure this out, folks. I'm trying to figure this out. The, the, the George Floyd thing, it hits me really, really hard. I am trying to figure this completely out. People that say back to blue and blue lives matter and they're on the other side of this thing. You can support law enforcement 100%. But if you're spending more of your time trying to convince people that all cop that not all cops are bad instead of trying to say, look, here's a bad one. 
Let me link with the good cops and good law enforcement and people who support law enforcement. Let's all link together and, and, and show out and show an example of this bad one. Because guess what? They're allowed to throw the rocks, hide their hands, lay back, sometimes be held accountable, sometimes not. But every spotlight, every media outlet should be on this man and his every move. Derek Chauvin, I'm talking about. The fact that a man kneeled on another man's neck. Let's take race out of it. How inhumane and brutal that was. You know, I hate I. I don't even want to say I hate. I can't stand some of these old Captain America ass people out there that they will not cross that thin blue line per se. And the only thing they can talk about is police, 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 police. Like, come on, man. Like, let's be real about it. Policing in America has been now synonymous with military, uh, kind of like a militaristic kind of feel and like more patriotic in the lines of the military. Let's be honest about that. People are treating police officers like they, the United States military, right? But if you really want to talk about what's real, let's, let's just say something, a matter of fact right here. Here's a matter of fact right here. We got to go back and look at policing in America. Policing started as slave catchers, right? They started as slave catchers. Now, y'all don't want to admit that, right? All these Captain America ass people out here. They don't want to admit that. They don't want to admit that policing in America started during slavery to catch Negro slaves. Right. That's that's your that's your heritage right there. So if we want to talk about systemic, we want to talk about the DNA of something. Right. The very incision, just like when people say, you know, if I come out and I say, look, America is inherently racist. It was built on racism and people trying to refute that. And I say, OK, you really feel like that? Well, here's the Declaration of Independence. Hmm? All those all those all those all those forefathers who who signed their names on that Declaration of Independence. Some of them had slaves at the very same time that they were saying that. I hold these truths to be self-evidence that all men are created, created equal. Right. That was that's the DNA of the country. That's the foundation of the country. And that's how the country was meant to be. It never had a chance or it never was intended for people of color or natives or anybody that was different than white people to, to succeed. And it, it was never built that way. So I always use that example, because guess what? Let's look back. Policing in America, the policies, the, the, the tactics that they had at the incision of policing in America, that's the DNA. And, and then here it is, you know, in some departments and some places across the United States, that DNA continues to grow. It continues to fester uh, and be embedded into some departments that still have that mentality. Now, for some of you Captain America ass people out there, check this out. The history of policing started with slave catching, right? If you were alive, if your 2020 self was alive back in the 1800s, or even if the 1800s people were here today, but let's just say you were back in the day and your 2020 self was back when policing started, catching Negroes, cutting their feet off, whipping them, hanging them, all that stuff. You would be, your 2020 self would be the same exact person who would be saying Similar things like, well, I, they shouldn't have ran away. What? They shouldn't have ran away. They shouldn't have ran away. 
You mean to tell me like a, an enslaved person shouldn't run away to try to want to be free from all that oppression, right? The physical, the mental, psychological, spiritual, all that, all that pain, all that trauma. Y'all was still, y'all 2020 sales would still be back in the 1800s talking about, well, they shouldn't have ran away. You know, well, he shouldn't have ran away. Then maybe they wouldn't have hung him. Maybe they wouldn't have cut his foot off. Maybe they wouldn't have whipped him in front of all his family and his, and his community. That's what y'all would have been saying right now, same way. So I want y'all to reflect on that, man. Just reflect on it. All y'all Captain America ass people. And let me tell you something. If y'all are trying to figure out the reference, what I'm making when I say Captain America ass people, I'm talking about those people who feel all the nationalism and the 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 patriotism is oozing through their pores, right? This fake patriotism is oozing through their pores and they don't care about what nobody else thinks. They think this country is just completely perfect. You can go back and listen to some of my, listen to one of my shows where I, where uh, I think it was the, do I hate America show. So if you're, you're a new listener and you just tuning in and you trying to, and you just listen to me for the first time, you probably thinking in your head, yo, this boy, I hate America. This, whoever this guy is, he hates America. That couldn't be furthest from the truth. But you're not about to allow me to sit up here and not be critical of America. You feel me? You feel me? So I want I want people to take some time to reflect, man. Like, I'm more fed up that one, the guy's out, but two, that people are still continuing to not put focus on him and his behavior. And how do we go into departments and, um, you know, change things? change culture, change systems, change policies, change the environment. So I'm not a, de- you know, th- whoever decided to throw the damn words out, defund the police have totally screwed up. In my opinion, uh, certain momentums that we could actually have towards, uh, uh, reform police reform. I do like the word reimagining. And I don't mean reimagining, take all functions from police and then give them to someone else. But if we don't decide to say we do need police reform based on how we communicate with our communities, how we how we how we um, occupy their space. Right. Or how the police occupies their space. Then we, 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 we just want the stat quo. We just want the stat quo and nobody is going to raise the alarm and, 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 and bitch about it until it affects them. Derek Chauvin, if you listen in in some way, form or fashion, you know damn well George Floyd shouldn't have been on that ground with his hands behind his back and your foot, your knee on his neck. Shouldn't have happened. There are two Americas. Some of us live in one or the other. Some of us can actually navigate through both. But there's two Americas. I hope and I pray that justice is served for George Floyd and his family. We have a problem in our communities of law enforcement. It's true. You can't deny it. You got people that are just strict assholes, y'all. I'm talking about just asshole. The asshole problem, right? Where everything that they do and say is toxic. It's time to stop. It's time to intervene with this, folks. Protesting is good. 
rioting might do some good in a very short amount of time, but I don't even condone the riots and the violence. It hurt so bad because this man now gets his due process, Derek Chauvin, but George Floyd did not get his due process. <sighs> Just reflect, y'all. And if, if, if you are listening to this, let me say this before I get off the air. If you are listening to my podcast right now and you have an opposite view of what I'm talking about when I talk about uh, the Captain Americas and the fake patriotism, right? And the justice and the injustices and, and the reimagining of police and all that. If you have an opposite view, I really want you to reflect. Reflect on what I'm saying. If you want to have a real dialogue, I suggest you reach out to me through email, which is the soul dope podcast at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you. I would love to dialogue and correspond with you. I'm not going to sit up here and argue with you and debate with you, but I definitely would love to give you my point of view and experiences that even myself has lived in life and see if you can understand why people are so in an uproar about some of the things that's happening in this country. So anyways, it's Saturday night, folks, like subscribe and share. Please write a review on whatever platform that you own, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Play. Please find a way to review. If you like the show, please share it with others. If you don't like it, please share it with at least one other person. I would gladly appreciate that. But tonight, I want y'all to reflect this weekend. I want y'all to reflect. Always reflect. George Floyd, I have not forgotten about you, man. And I definitely have not forgotten about Derek Chauvin. So all peace, all love, all respect. I'm getting tired. Um, And it's only 830. So reflect. If you want to correspond, let's do that. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of the Soul Dope Podcast. Peace.